ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking Racing. I am your host, the Gas Man, with my pre-opening... Uh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Co-host Lugs. What's yeah. up, man? Uh, caught me off guard with the opening drink right there. I was trying to come up with some kind of funny joke that was sexual related. I decided not to, so... Well, good for you. A premature, a premature opening or something. Yeah. Anyway, folks, <laughs> welcome to Reckoning Racing, uh, your NASCAR podcast, where we are loved by the fans. Yeah. That'd be you. You love us. You uh, seem a little tired today, bud. I am exhausted. It's been a rough week. like a little, been a rough little low on energy. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a rough week. You need one of these uh, monster energies. Did you bring me one? No. Okay. There's one on the door, though. Is there? You said you had a drink. I asked you. You asked me about Coke Zero. No, I just... Oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm holding on. I'm you said, no, thanks. I've got a drink. I do have a drink. Okay. But you're offering a monster. That's an energy drink. That's a different type <laughs> well, of drink. Well, you need one, so maybe you should go get one. <laughs> maybe I should. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening as always. Thanks for telling everyone about us. If you haven't, you failed us, you suck. <laughs> Tell people about us now. Right? Sure. How about you? You don't have a lot of energy either. I got more than you do. <laughs> So, how's your week been? <laughs> I can't complain, man. It's been a little crazy at work with COVID and uh, mm-hmm. the joyous world we currently are living in. But other than that, uh, I can't really complain too much. Do you work from home at all or is it all on-site? It's all mm-hmm. on-site, baby. Good for you. Yeah. I go on-site. Good for me. I mean, 50% I of did time. work, so I had a job <laughs> change. Um, you know this, but I'm just yeah. telling the, the general listening public. Had a job change. I was working from home. Worked from home for like 13 weeks consecutively. I was ready to get back to work. Yeah. So I, yeah, same here. I worked from home for, it seemed like, same, I guess, same amount of time. <clears throat> but I uh, took a new position as well. And then I switched to uh, being like part-time in the office and part-time from home. I could be completely from home if I wanted. But I'm not going to lie, when I'm at home, I'm like 20% productive. <laughs> yeah, so that's I forced, how I was. So I forced myself to go in to actually try to get stuff done. That's how I was. I, um, too many distractions. I yeah, I, I was way more productive in the office. But now with the new job, uh, back in the office and everything's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah. Yeah, downtime where you can look up all the NASCAR stats and stuff while you're at work? Mm, not really. I mean, some days are... We'll talk about because... Uh, I doubt any of your new like bosses or anything are listening because you probably have not had that conversation. <laughs> that's that's more like a second year date conversation. Yeah, not yeah. not right off the top. Yeah. Um, no, not not really. I haven't really had uh, had a whole lot of time yet. I'm still it's just so much going on. Like sure. I said, right now, so maybe it'll slow down. But okay. Well, my week sucked. You know why? Tell us about it. Um, I'm sitting at a stoplight and some douchebag was, I don't know if he's texting or what, rear-ended me. So now my truck's in the shop with like six grand worth of work to be done. Damn, six grand. Yeah. Holy crap. Basically, the whole bed has to be replaced. Bumper, bed, bed liner, all that stuff. Damn. That sucks, man. It does suck, man. I've seen it, like, 
I don't usually go in at work on Mondays, and I was like, eh, I'll go ahead and go in today because my daughter's with her mom today. I'll go ahead and go in. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have. Oh, sucks, <laughs> yeah, start off the week with that. That sucks. Yeah, it blows. Well, it's just an excuse to get a new truck, right? <laughs> you paying for it? No. Your wife can, though. Nah. <laughs> uh, she could. Would she? Probably not. Make her one of those deals where, you know... If I beat she her in buy fantasy, you, she has to buy me a truck. Or she had to buy you those guns. Remember when that happened? Just yeah. do that, but with a truck. <laughs> well, well, if she ever shits herself again, <laughs> then, then, then I will. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we've ever talked about that on the show. I I, would, I don't know. Should we? Hey, we've opened that door. Should we? It's not like she's going to listen anyway. I mean, Dale Jr. talked about shitting himself on the side of the highway. So Yeah, and we've, we kind of, I know we've talked about it on the show before. I mean, there's multiple times I've ate Dairy Queen and your parent, like a mile down from your parents' house, there's a side road I've had to pull over on and <laughs> shit in. I may or may not Snapchat that road to you every time I drive by it. Yes, right, exactly. Uh, well, hell, I mean, we already opened that can of worms. Let's just keep going. Uh, so a couple of years ago, we were at a, I don't know, we were just hanging out with buddies or what? Yeah, it was a friend's house. Yeah, but was it a holiday or why were we there? Or were we just hanging out? I think we were just hanging out, yeah. Anyway, lots of alcohol may have been involved. Uh, my wife is a lightweight. Um, she had... You had Jaeger and hot dogs. Well, so Jaeger was part of it, yeah. So she had, you know, ate some food or whatever, some hot dogs, um, had some other drinks, but then at the end of the her drinking session, had some Jaegermeister and some hooch punch. It's like a moonshine punch. Mm-hmm. So a little bit later, we're all standing around going, this one goes, hey, where's so-and-so, my wife? I'm like, I don't know. So I walk into the living room, and she is... <laughs> Hunkered over on our friend's couch, her head's kind of leaning to the side, <laughs> drools coming out of her mouth. I like how and you're doing this. Yeah, no trying, one can yeah, see it. You can't see it, unfortunately, but lugs <laughs> can't. So as she's got her head leaned over, I, I'm like, hey, hey, and I notice that her shirt's all wet, and there's literally chunks of hot dog all <laughs> over her. So then I'm like, oh my God, she's drunk. She's already threw up hot dog on our friend's couch. Oh my God. So we go to get her up. A couple people come in to help me get her up, and she falls to the floor. And then she sits there, and she's like, what? She's like, and then hot dogs go all over, are regurgitated all over the living room. Like, their carpet, talk about stinking, that smell of alcohol mixed with hot dogs of regurgitated form. First off, how long... What amount of time happened between when you noticed your <laughs> wife was gone, and then when you found her in the kitchen or in the in the on the couch? Oh, there's only like maybe a minute from the different. I'm like, oh, it's my said she's gone, so I went to go look for her, and that's how I found her. Good so, Lord. how long has she been gone before I noticed? I don't know. It could have been minutes. It could have been hours. I have no <laughs> idea. I didn't you, go you, there to pay attention to her. I went there to talk to other you people. You had more important things to do. Exactly. So now she's on the floor, hot dog vomit everywhere. I'll, also, pre-note here, uh, I had left at this point. I saw where this was going. Yeah, yeah. I right. left the party. I was no yeah. longer in the building at this yeah, point. Yeah, how convenient. Uh, so we, there's a group of us. There's like probably six of us. 
And there's like three to four of us trying to get her up off the floor as she's covered in all this vomit. And then there's other ones attacking, like trying to clean this up. And we're talking about people we don't even know. <laughs> people we don't even know are cleaning up my wife's vomit. So we, uh, me and uh, a bu- our, our buddy, we get her upstairs. They have a like a bathroom upstairs, shower and everything. So get her to the bathroom and I set her down on the, on the shower and start undressing her. Cause I'm going to wash her off. Cause she is covered in vomit. Right. Take her pants off. She has shit all over herself. <laughs> so hot dog vomit, hot dog shit, pissed herself. I finally just turned the shower on, pushed her backwards into the shower <laughs> and let her just lay there. And I'm like taking the hose over. Her. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I want, I don't handle this stuff. Well, <laughs> I don't handle it well at all. So I don't I didn't know what to do. So I just washed her off. And the next morning I told her about it and she looked at me. Where did her clothes go? Did you wash them? No, oh, I put them in a bag and threw them away. So she had no clothes. She had no clothes. Um she borrowed a friend of ours uh, like basketball shorts and shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean literally I threw all her it was so disgusting. I threw all of her clothes away. Oh man, I just want to throw up thinking about it. It was so nasty. <laughs> Poor girl. Um, she woke up the next day and she did uh say, Hey, no, if there's a gun you're wanting for taking care of me, you can go ahead and get it. I'm like, No, I'm buying two. <laughs> so I bought two guns. Well yeah. Yeah, again, I was gone at this point. So I mean, I know she's a lightweight, but damn, how much does she drink? I it must have been a lot. It must be. And at no point, I like the fact that you're at no point, you're like, I, you had no like intervene. (laughs) You didn't try to stop her from drinking. That's on her, not me, but (laughs) it ended up fucking my night over. Well, yeah. Uh, so I, I, we like offered to pay for like, uh, Stanley Steamer to come out and clean the carpet, the couch, stuff like that. Our friends, like, no, 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 we got it. It's still a joke to this day. Even our friend's kids call Trace like the hot dog lady. Yeah, it's like, it's it's a thing now. Um, Anyways, so, yeah, just do that. Get a real drunk yeah, again. Yeah, so... And then have her buy you a truck. Last year, I'll talk about this story too. Last year, kind of similar situation. Um, so I usually have a Halloween party. I did not have one. I was going out of town for Italy. Uh, so I did not have a Halloween party, but my ex-wife had one. And my daughter's like, hey, daddy, go to that one. I'm like, that's a little awkward. My ex-wife and like me and my current wife go to my ex-wife's for a Halloween party. But uh, she asked. My daughter did. And my ex-wife's like, if you guys want to come, come. That's fine. So we went ahead and went. Next thing I know is my ex-wife and my current wife are fucking taking shots together. <laughs> like two, two shit, gas men. Sh- shit know? talking you. Yeah. Shit, yeah, shit talking me. <laughs> and she got, she didn't shit herself, but almost the same situation. She ended up throwing up all over herself. <laughs> At my ex sister in law's house in her basement, made like vomit all over her house, which is kind of funny, but <laughs> it was on her too. And then my my ex father in law and I had to carry her, like walk her up out of the basement up to get her into the car. Oh my goodness! It was so awkward, <laughs> so freaking awkward. My wife is such a lightweight; she embarrasses the hell out of me. <laughs> and I know, I know, I don't ever embarrass her, so it's not fair. Right, right. You would never embarrass anyone. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, you know, get, get you one of those scenarios created again and um, get a new truck. Get a new truck. Bottom line is, is, is blackmailer into a new truck. I call it negotiating. So I, I do have a really good wife. I honestly, if I went home tonight and said, damn it, woman, we're going to go get a new truck. And she's going to probably be like, okay. I'm not going to do that because I like my truck. She's a good girl. 
She's a good girl. Actually, I got my truck because I looked there one go one day. And I said, "I'm a, I'm gonna go get a Camaro." And she's like, "Okay, let's go get a Camaro." So we get there, and I'm like, eh, "I end up buying the truck instead of a Camaro because I do a lot of shit." You never told me that. I didn't. Mm-mm. Yeah. So one is I couldn't find a Camaro. One I wanted a six two with a stick shift. Okay. Couldn't find it. They had a lot of four cylinders. Why the f would you want a four cylinder Camaro? Don't get it. Anyway. I can't haul deer in the back of my Camaro. <laughs> well, you can, but it's real hard. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> a Camaro just does not make sense for me. A truck makes sense. Get that truck paid off, and then yeah, right. That's actually here's kind of what I'm leaning to right and, now. And then you can let your buddy love. I've never been a drive it. <laughs> well, I was, well, this is actually the direction I'm going. Is I've never been a Toyota guy, but I thought about getting this truck paid off and then getting a Four Runner. Uh, the yeah? TRD package forerunner. Okay, they're pretty sharp. Yeah, pretty sharp. Yeah, what would you buy? Used, new, older model? I know you got a thing for. I would. I wouldn't say new. Um, I wouldn't say uh, you got a thing. I just know you got a Jeep now, so I didn't know if there's a specific yeah, age range you were no, looking at. No, I would just you know something just a couple years old that's somewhat priced, somewhat reasonable. <laughs> Which Good. is kind of hard oh, to say. With those yeah. things, good luck, yeah. Yeah, even Jeeps are the same way. It's yeah. a pretty stupid price. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do have a toy Jeep now that I'm fixing up. I got partially got the ass painted. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Didn't tell me that either. Man, I thought I we thought were I friends. I sent you a picture. Okay, we want to talk about friends. So how was your 4th of July party I was invited to? <laughs> <laughs> there was a total of five people here. But there could have been six or seven if you invited me. Oh, Every time I ask you what you're doing, you're like, I'm smoking meats. And I don't invite you because I'm smoking meats. But we to can be smoke fair, meats together. To be fair, I didn't get an invite to your 4th of July party either. I didn't so. have a 4th of July party. It was me, my wife, and daughter. That I smoked. You still smoked meats, though. I smoked pork belly. And I didn't get invited. I smoked pork belly. for. I didn't invite anybody. You know why? Because I'm like, fuck it. I'm taking a break for once. <laughs> so honestly, if you invited me, I would have turned you down. But it's the idea. It's the thought that counts, Lugs. All we did was do some light drinking and play What Do You Meme? What Do You Meme? Mm -hmm. I've not heard of that. It's like uh, Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Where um, you have like these memes and then everybody has a handful of cards and then you play whatever you card. So are these the the memes that like become viral and popular that we know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you play whatever card you think is going to appeal to whoever picked that particular okay. meme. So, it's just like Cards Against Humanity. You're trying to appeal to whoever yeah. the judge is in that particular situation. So, so if it's you're, fun. So, strategy. If you were playing and I was the card person, yeah, how would you play the card with me? Yeah, you got to know what makes people laugh, right? So, you got to know which card to yeah, play. Yeah, so I'm asking person. you specifically if mm-hmm. it was me, what would you? how would you play the card series with me? How would I play it? So yeah. I would play something that would be really probably deprecative and dark <laughs> or... The most sexually humored one you can that find. One yeah, 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 that one, too. Yeah, that one, too. That usually gets me. Yeah. Yeah, if it's anything about... <laughs> that gets me. If it's anything about farts or tits, you probably won me over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> should we talk about some racing since this is a racing podcast? So did you have anybody over your house, like... I told you I had uh, four people over. <laughs> so who like was there a particular girl here? There was a few particular people here. <laughs> okay. It is, I think we've told the story on the show before. Did we ever talk about me spilling that beer on that chick? Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah. Okay. So anyway, first just real quick summary. First date, chick I never met her before we go, you know, we meet up, have dinner, and then we go to a ice hockey game. 
Now, I'm going to go hand her my beer to hold on to while I paid. It slipped <laughs> on my hand, coated her in front of everybody at the ice hockey game. You got a game. thing about women covered in beer yeah, or right? alcohol. <laughs> right? Well, anyway, what I'm going to with this is what's funny is uh, um, like a couple of years later, um, Logs goes on a date with this girl. Not the same girl. Not, not girl. the same girl. Yeah. And she starts talking to Logs about how her friend went on a date before he got a beer poured on her. <laughs> <laughs> Small world. Yeah. That was kind of funny. So. Yeah. So. That's where I was going with that. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is one, literally one of the most embarrassing moments in my life that I hated every moment of. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. And she didn't talk to me for a couple of days. Then I started dating, who's now my wife. And then literally she messaged me and wanted to like, go have, have you know dinner and stuff again or coffee or something. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I like that girl. I missed out on an opportunity. Yeah, she's in Florida. Yep. All right, All now right. we can go. I'm sorry. We've been off of this tangent. So, yeah, hey, uh, we were at uh, Indy this week, the Brickyard. Yeah. What'd you think, man? I thought, I mean, we're, you, we get Brickyards that are pretty boring. We get a couple that are exciting here and there. I thought this was one of the better ones. I so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Had uh, It's fair controversy with some tires not holding up. Yeah, we'll start off. Fucking weather again. Yeah, yeah. Lightning delayed. Lightning delayed. Um, getting so old. Yeah, yeah. I hope that they, and I doubt that they will, but I hope they take this into consideration for start times the rest of the year and the next year, but probably not. So uh, start time was like 325 our time? Yes. Which, yes, this time in Indiana we do stay light, kind of dark, but that literally gave hardly any room for air, which we end up using up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know if we were going to finish under daylight still or not. Not as bad as Pocono, but yeah. I mean, we had a lot of cautions. Mm-hmm. Red flag. So let's let's start running down through some of the stuff that we had happen. I mean, towards the beginning of the race, there's a big incident that happened. Yeah, pit road accident yeah. Uh, pretty early. Um, you know, and, and unfortunately, we saw a guy get injured there. Um, one of the Ryan Blaney pit crew guys yep. came out today and said he does have a leg fracture, but he, they hope to have him. He hopes to be back on the pit, pit crew uh, before the season ends. So hopefully that guy gets to feeling better. But just any time I see that happen, man, I and mean, knock on wood, it doesn't happen a lot in yeah. our sport yeah. considering how many pit stops are yep. made. Um, it scares the shit out of me. But That was literally one of the ugliest pit road incidents I've ever seen. Yeah. And like I, I've probably seen it a dozen times, and I still don't know what causes it. Exactly, you watch it; it just everything just turns to chaos instantly. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Al Geyer cut on the inside. I, to me, he's going kind of faster than maybe he should be. And the same thing with Brandon, Brandon Poole. Poole. Yeah, just plows, follows right yeah. in there. And you know, I you got to keep in mind, yeah, those cars are going fifty-five miles an hour; they're not going to stop on a dime. But right. true. But yeah, they plowed in there pretty good. Thankfully, the one uh, Ryan Blaney crew member was like a gazelle. Yeah. He like literally jumped on top of the roof of the car. Yeah, yeah. And that pit road's so narrow, man. You could see like when people were swinging out to change the right side of the cars. I mean, they were they're out halfway. They're in halfway the, in the lane. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know. So it's like, damn. I can't imagine what it's like for IndyCar. Those cars are, you know, half as wide again as what the Cup cars are. So I can't imagine. I, I'm just surprised there aren't more issues with how narrow that pit road is. It was kind of, I don't want to say ironic, but it's kind of unique that the car that had problems was a Penske car. And who owns Indy? <laughs> Penske. Yeah. So, and why I'm going with that is I wonder if this is going to kind of push him to make changes to the pit road going forward. Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's room to move. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're going to maneuver, really. Uh, 
but I mean, I, I, I think it's worth a discussion, but who knows? Yeah. Um, we did see Truex have some engine issues mm-hmm. early, and yeah. he got put back. And then when he came into pit road, that's he when pilled. he got swept up into that. Yep, true. Um, and then poor Al Geyer, as you mentioned, subbing for Jimmy yep. Johnson. I think everybody <clears throat> wanted to see what he was going to do in yep. that car, and he didn't even get a chance no. to showcase. And it wasn't anything. his fault. It, no. It's just mm-hmm. you know a product of what happened. So that sucked. Uh, you the know. Trump twenty twenty car was taken out in his first race. Yeah, yeah. A lot uh, of people were making fun of that instance. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, a lot of a lot of guys there, you know, innocently taken out. So, um, and furthermore, a lot of tire issues. So we saw Newman. We had we saw Eric Bowman, Jones. Eric Jones, Hamlin, Hamlin. <laughs> the yeah. biggest, uh, yeah. you know, shocker. And man, there. those were some hard hits. <laughs> Sorry, playing footsie with you under the desk there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, down. every one of those was a hard, hard, hit, hard man, hit. hard yep. hit. Um, to me, I think maybe Jones or Bowman took the cake on the hardest impact yep. it looked like. But um, how crazy was that, though? I don't ever wish this on anybody, but how crazy was that to see Hamlin leading with seven to go? And So Hamlin, we've talked about, uh, like, there was talk about all week about how he's been on such a roll, but one course that's always been right out, right out of his grasp has been Indy. Yep. And seven to go, he was leading. He's he's gonna take that monkey off his back. He did he was gonna? They basically did the exact same thing they did last week at Pocono. They leapfrogged Harvick on pit road. Yep. Um, Harvick didn't pit when he, he thought mis- he miscommunicated was, or whatever with yeah. his team, right? Uh, and once again, we saw Hamlin leapfrog him and had a pretty sizable lead. I was ready to give the trophy to Hamlin. Yeah. But that just proves you know you can't ever until it's until it's completely done. done yeah. yeah. Um, but. Nonetheless, that was that was that was a crazy ending to it, and you know that set up the green white checkered. We thought maybe old Matt Kenseth might sneak him out one there. Yeah, that was nice seeing him run second. Yeah, yep. and then you had Custer up there, yeah. um, Almarola. So it you know overall just some of the moves, man. You mean that that move that Harvick made on uh, I think it was Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin. Yeah, where to you get, go three wide to the edge of the grass. Yeah, that was that's the a power closest move. you could get to the grass yes. without yeah. touching it. I guarantee you that. Um, pretty cool moves, being that I I really enjoyed the race and some like you said mo- most brickyards are meh, but that one was pretty enjoyable yeah. to watch in my opinion. And a lot of people were complaining about the tires, that the tires were a problem. I don't think the tires was a problem. I think a lot of the issues were how much camber these teams are running. Well, and that's what Goodyear came out and said. They said they have, they they gave a box right and said play within this these boundaries, caster and air pressure wise. And those teams that had the issues were supposedly not in those boundaries. So, I, I mean, know. we did see the Gibbs cars have problems. Pretty much all of them. Um, yeah, aside from Kyle, which I think he even said he had some vibrations and wasn't yeah, really pushing it. I think he got lucky on one of those cautions. He was having a vibration or something, and then a caution came out. Uh, I think it was Eric Jones's caution that came out that kind of saved him on that. One interesting strategy that kind of came to the uh, forefront after the race was, I guess, Rodney Childers was pushing Harvick to pressure Hamlin, like go as hard as you can, put as much pressure on him as you can to try to wear out that tire. And then that happened. <laughs> so was it a coincidence? We'll never know. Strategy, right? I mean, uh, good job on Childers for pushing Harvick for that. Yeah, you know? yeah. So just crazy, crazy yeah. race. But I, I did enjoy it. It was cool to see Harvick win in that, uh, you know, American paint scheme. Type yeah, thing. That, so. man, he's got so many badass paint schemes. 
That I'll, was a pretty scheme. I'll admit I did. I've already pre-ordered that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's I haven't. Awesome. I think that might be the first paint scheme I've. No, I did the Kobe Bryant one for Blaney. I okay. did pre-order yeah. that one. Um, yeah. Trying to limit my purchases. I bought one for you whenever I pre-ordered one for you whenever it comes out. Let me guess. The Trump 2020. Uh, yep. The Joe Joe Nemechek 47 car. No. Not the not the. Uh, I figured you get the Nemechek one. That one's like. I did say Nemechek, didn't I? I'm sorry, not Nemechek. Lejoy. Oh, Lejoy. I you know I might just to have it sitting here in the. Uh, in the studio. <laughs> it might not be sitting here, <laughs> yeah. but okay. Uh, no, it's... Just kidding. I probably won't spend money on that. No, I'm not a political person. I try not to be a political person. Try to stay neutral. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to say anything <laughs> there. Um, all right, let's move on. Oh, Jeff Gluck poll. 63.7% said yes, it was a good race. Awesome. So I feel like that's a pretty healthy for Indy. That's yeah. good. Yeah, um, I agree. The highest poll was uh, 2018, so two years ago was a 72.8, and I don't even remember what I happened don't in that either, race. Yeah. So I know Paul uh, Menard probably didn't win. F you. <laughs> F your you. Fa- your favorite race of all time. We saw that race in person. Yes. Um. All right. So we'll switch down to Xfinity. Uh, they were on the road course. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a race I don't there. like road courses. Do you not? Because I feel like you should, as much as you <laughs> keep saying how you enjoy them after the fact. But when we're heading into it, you are adamant that you hate them. I, so you said it about the road I know, twice. I, I was, was kind of joking, but I guess in a way I'm kind of not joking. So here's the deal. I enjoyed the last part of that race. Mm-hmm. The middle part of the race, I didn't really enjoy it that much. And then I was like, I'm watching it in the middle of the race. I'm like, okay, this is why I do not like road courses. And then at the end of the race, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can guarantee me a finish like that at every road course, then I'll be for road courses. Yeah. Well, and it's been like that. Actually, the last several road courses we've been, it's been exciting. Yeah. And news today, we're going to have another yep. one. <laughs> yes, we're gonna we have are. another one in place at Watkins Glen. Uh, we're going to race the Daytona. Infield yep. track. So that's going to be new and exciting. Now, they had a mention that we were going to go there for next year's Clash race, remember? So the question I, is, because we yeah. were talking about, or would they do the old car or the new car, the right. 2021 right. car? Not car tomorrow, but you know what I'm saying. Right. And then COVID happened, and then they said, we're not doing the new car. So now this will kind of get them, I guess, kind of a foot in the door yeah. on... True. The Clash next year. I assume they're still going to do the Clash next year on the same configuration, so, right? Yeah. So, uh, question. So, they do do it at the Clash. Um, when is the Rolex? Is it before the season starts or is it right after the season starts? Yeah, it's in January. It's okay. a couple weeks That's before. That's what I thought. Will we see more cup drivers participate in that to try to learn the format of the road course? I think it'll be the same amount of people. Okay. I think it'll be. One I think two, you'll maybe. have a few people in, yeah, participate, yeah. but I, I don't think there'll be... Okay. Many more. Okay. Um, anyway, the Xfinity race, yeah. it was freaking exciting. There at the end, Briscoe's leading, misses the turn, comes out of turn third. Yes. Yeah, and we're like, oh, shit, Allmendinger. he's done. He's done. And the next thing you know, here, here he comes back, pushing yeah. the door. And yeah. And then, um, you know, Graxon was running like fourth, and he mm-hmm. got up there to like second. Justin Haley came out of nowhere yeah. to finish, I think, 
second or third. I think, I think Haley finished second. Gregson there at the end. Uh, I don't know if he missed a turn or something happened to him. Those, but yeah, those last five laps, those were hella fun to watch. Very much. So. And congratulations to our buddy Ryan. He was the crew chief for Stephen Light sixty one. I think he finished like eighteenth. Yeah, something. right around the twentieth, I think. Yeah. So good for those guys. Yeah. Um, I did not see where Vinny was. Did you? Oh, uh, my last look, he was not very good. Gotcha. Um, that was f- the fifth win of the year for Chase Briscoe. Yeah, I mean, how do you not move him to Cup next year? Five wins. Yeah, you can't really say, oh, let's—he's not quite there when you got five wins and we're not even halfway through the season, basically. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. So, I, where do you put him in at? It has to be the ten or the fourteen, right? So basically, I think I saw a stat, and I could be slightly off base here, but basically he's won five of the last 13 races. He tied the previous record. I can't remember who said it, but, um, I mean, the dude's on a on a tear, and yeah, I don't see is. that changing. We got a double header this weekend in Kentucky, so yep. uh, twice the time for him to be able to get more wins there. So Yeah, so I, I really have become a fan of Chase Briscoe. I like to see the, his emotion he puts into it, his fire. I, but he's also not disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do like Chase. So I know we're kind of getting off of uh, base here with the Xfinity discussion, but, w- I mean, where does Briscoe go? I know we talked about this last week going to yeah, I mean, Haas since that's so, where he's at yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be the 10 or 14, but which one? Or does, what, he, does he have a shot at the 48? That's what exactly what I was getting to say is what if this now opens the door to the 48? Because, I mean. To me, you've got two front runners for the 48 right now. That's Tyler Reddick and that's we'll Jimmy ta- Johnson. So let's just – and Jimmy Johnson? I'm sorry. <laughs> Tyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe. Okay. So, yeah, let's talk about that real quick. So I didn't know Reddick was even a potential until Bob Potgrass came out and said it. I don't know why that just came out this week. I don't know either. So I went and looked up his contract. He actually has a two-year contract with Childers, which puts him in the car until 2022. Or until the, through 2021, basically. So how are right? they talking about this? I also read somewhere that when he signed the contract, more than likely there is an option in the contract, a one-year option, where Tyler can opt out or Childers can opt out. I've never seen anything set in stone, well, but this hit- was like months ago. Someone posted that there is probably that in the contract because that's how he got rid of Hemrick. I'm going to just go ahead and say it, put on record right now. Tyler Reddick will not be with Richard Childers Racing next year. I, if the 48 car is open and he's a potential and he can get out of his contract, put him in it. And, and or, I mean, if not him, Briscoe, I'd be happy with either one of them. But yeah. I don't see – he's a Chevy guy. Briscoe's a Ford guy. So it's not always loyal to the brand, sure. but there are some people who are brand-specific type people. The reason I say that is we had a little bit of controversy on twi- Twitter this week. Yes, we did. Tyler yep. tweeted something in response to something our president tweeted, and it kind of got some, some people's panties in a bunch, and it he did. had to delete his tweet. And we know Richard's very far-right-leaning uh, and again, not getting political here, whether we agree or disagree, but you know, he, he is a supporter of Trump. Richard Childress is, um, right. friends with him, friends with him. Yep. I, uh, yeah. And, um, you know, so, Tyler, Tyler said something that I would never see Childress condoning of. Let me put sure. it that way. He didn't say anything derogatory, but you know, he was not being supportive of the president. So I don't know. I find that just this, this, that small crack in the foundation that's going to be the thing that spider webs across the rest of the it, floor. It very well could be. Very well could be. 
Um, so, did what is what Tyler said wrong? No. Did, do I understand where he's and coming here's from? The thing. Yeah, yes. yeah, sure. I don't, and no one's confirmed if, if Childress is the one that had him pull it. Yes, that's one we don't, thing we, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, but if it was the case, I can't say that I fault Childers for it because some people just want to stay out of the political conversation completely. So I don't. But I see what you're saying. I, I see it. I think this might help push the buttons to the fourth. Sure, sure. Um, and I and I feel like Hendricks a little bit more progressive and lets his drivers kind of say what they want to say a sure. little bit, although sure. they don't for the most part. They're yeah. pretty vanilla. I feel like Hendrick, you don't hear much out of Rick Hendrick, you know? Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. But anyways, um, yeah, that's my thoughts there. So here's an additional thought on that. Ty Dillon's contract with uh, Germain, or Germain, whatever it is, <laughs> Germain, uh, ends after this season. So could he backfill and you have but the Dillon boys and the children? Potentially. Camp? I mean, t- technically that car was already an RCR car anyway. Affiliate, yeah. And then does that open like a car for a Daniel Suarez or an Eric Almarola? I can see Almarola stepping into that and then Briscoe taking the 10. Yeah. I mean, Jermaine Racing is probably right at the right tier for Almarola. It's not a complete bottom feeder, but it's not a top team either. So mm-hmm. I think Almarola would be a good fill in for that team. I think it ultimately depends on what Almarola does in these next. Uh, he's had some good runs. Races. Yeah, he's he, good he runs. had a good run at Pocono and a good rate run at Indy. I think he's starting top five at Kentucky this weekend. So he just needs to contend more or maybe even get a win. I mean, yeah. he's in the same equipment Harvick's winning every other weekend in. And Almirola has not really been a force reckon with, except for maybe, arguably, Daytona or Talbot. Restricted plates, yeah. yeah. Or not restricted plates now, but you get Tapers. the point. Taper plates. Um. While we're talking about Xfinity, I mentioned doubleheader this weekend. We've got a race tomorrow and Friday at um, Kentucky, Kentucky, our neighbor. Um, but they actually have a spot, new sponsor lined up for that race. Kentucky uh, does? Shady Rays. The Shady Xfinity, Rays. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of them? No. Not me. Kind of. Could you just talk to me about them before the mm-hmm. show? But before that, no. Yeah, so I, I have a couple pairs. Um, someone... One of my buddies told me about them and gave me like a 50% discount code and uh, went, in, went on and, and got it. I like them because you can get them polarized. You can get a pair of polarized sunglasses for like 20 bucks. And anywhere else you get polarized, it it's usually costs you twice that amount. So um, it's cool to see cool to see them step up and sponsor it. So maybe we can uh, reach out to them and see if they want to. Sponsor the old podcast too. That'd be awesome. I'll take a pair of sunglasses. You still got your pit vipers? I do some at pit vipers. I am. Um, but anyways, so that's yeah, pretty much it for Xfinity trucks. Um, are racing this weekend at Kentucky as well. So we got four races in the next four days, man. Two it's Xfinity, one truck, again. one cup. Yeah. So, and yep. then, well, actually, and if you want to reach out to next Wednesday, then we've got the uh, All Star race. So, a lot of racing in these next seven days. It's awesome. I'm looking for the all-star race. Speaking of which, we'll go ahead and go into the news now. Sure. Uh, starting to see some paint scheme renders no. for the, <laughs> for the uh, all-star race with the new format of the door being slid back to the 
rear tire there. I will say it looks very unnatural, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, that's a good way to put it. So I'm I'm the only one I've seen so far is William Byron. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything with the color. The color itself, I don't have a problem with. Oh, okay. I saw your tweet. It's the, it's just the format with the number to the back and like the big A for Exalta before it. It just looks like garbage. Like the design looks like garbage. And I don't know if there's any car out there that's going to look decent with that format. Yeah, because I mean, you know, this is the big A. The big A is on that car, which is normally on the hood. Right. So to see it on the side, down the whole, you know, door of the car. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it basically just... takes the place of the number, and then right behind us at 24. So maybe cars with a single number won't look so bad, but a double number is going to take up more room. It's going to look gaudy and stupid. I want to see more paint schemes, but the one I've seen in William Byron's car is complete garbage. Yeah. yeah and no, again, I... not the colors. It's it's the, the formatting. And and that's like what if you what if you have a sponsor that has a logo that you don't you're not really familiar with right so like take for example I don't know if Bowman's racing Cincinnati um, Noco at Noco I mean <laughs> if you type the words Noco on the side then eighty eight I I don't know yeah but you know the logo for or the Cincinnati CI yeah whatever it uh, is yeah I don't I'm not gonna know what that logo is yeah. if I'm a casual fan just watching or getting into it. So I just it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> exactly. I agree. Um, some more news. Uh let's see here. Johnson was cleared today. Well, yeah, so Johnson didn't race in the Indy race. Mm-hmm. Al Geyer did because he tested positive for corona. Yeah, I think we failed to mention that. We we, did, we yeah. said Al Geyer was in the car, but we didn't say why. But yep. if you're didn't know that, you're sleeping under a rock. Uh but Johnson is cleared to return this week for Kentucky, so that's cool. See Johnson back. Um did you ever hear, did he ever even, like, experience symptoms or anything? I heard he did not experience symptoms. So his wife had allergy-type symptoms, so she was tested. She tested positive. And the kids did not uh, Correct. have ki- it either. Yeah, so they tested the kids and Jimmy, and he came back positive. The kids did not. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy how some people can be hugely affected by it and yeah. so possibly he's, So he was die. tested, and he shows no, now he doesn't have it. So the question is, is like, how long does it stay around? Like two weeks? So like, he, he must have had a lot longer than when he was originally tested. Not many people were he around. Right. They said they tested like what seven crew members or something. They did some some Hendrick Motorsports guys, and they all came back negative. Right. So, um, and they actually, I think they said they tested Johnson twice today, alone. Okay. So, um. So good to see Jimmy back. All star race, like we said, it's next Wednesday. I'm excited for that at Bristol. Get the uh, the choose your lane, the cone yeah, rule, whatever the hell cone. it is. Yep. Um, so it'll be cool to see that. Even though there's not going to be a cone, from what there's I'm told, be a line or something. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Or you just or you just line up in the. That's gonna be a clusterfuck row that you want. I, I don't know. There doesn't seem to be a lot of clarification on that from what I've seen. But uh, fan vote. Fan vote. They Bubba's leading. Come out and said Bubba's leading. Didn't say by how much, but yep. uh, who you who's your fan vote? Reddick. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't decided yet. Can you vote more than one? I think per day? you do it like or every once, day, once okay. a day. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I might go in and vote a couple times for Timmy Hill too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Almirola I know is on there. McDowell, mm-hmm. uh, the Benedetto maybe. I can't yeah, remember. Matt D's on there. 
William Byron. Who do you think is going to win the Open? They got three chances, right? You got the first segment, second segment, and then the overall winner. So you got three people that can Dude, win. It's Bristol. I mean, I have to feel correct out. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, I would like to say Reddick and Byron. I'm sure. Are you doing one race or two? There's three opens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna have three people moving on. Okay. Yep, and then a fan boat. So Byron, Reddick, and Matt D. Matt D. finished second at Bristol when we were there, and he's having a hell of a season. Yeah, he did really well at Indy this week. Until he got in a wreck. Although he didn't, <laughs> he didn't finish that well. With no, but man, I was really happy for him. Yeah. I was really proud of him. He really sailed it in there on that last lap, though. Yeah. He took Dylan out. Um, <laughs> so talking about like the all-star race and the schedule. So the schedule come out, doubleheader at Dover, doubleheader at Michigan. Yeah, so let's talk about they, that. They, we already mentioned the Daytona road course. Yeah, so we... Uh, We've got a doubleheader at Dover, doubleheader at um, Michigan. We're going to be going to Road America, right? Not Cup. Are they not? It's no, just, Cup. It's just, it's just uh, Xfinity is going to Road just America. Xfinity. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, what else? There was some other Daytona Oval. The, uh, we're going to finish at Daytona Super Speedway in August. That's the next month. That's crazy. And just for people listening to Fox Sports like I do, they're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, yeah, they totally botched it all. Yeah, they said that uh, NASCAR season ends in, in at Daytona in August. Yeah. Regular season ends. Dumbass. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm excited, man. So we got 10 races left till the chase starts. So that's kind of crazy to think about, 10 races until the chase. Uh, let me throw some numbers at at you here and then pick your brain oh boy ready sure so kyle bush has a 107 point cushion he's in 10th obviously hasn't won yet this season um go all the way down to 16th to austin dillon he's got a six point cushion so you've got kyle bush then kurt bush de benedetto clint boyer william byron jimmy johnson austin dillon they're the currently on the inside of those points. On the outside, then you have Eric Jones, six points out. Tyler Reddick, 16 points out. Bubba Wallace, 42 points out. And Stenhouse, 48 points out. Do you see that changing in the next 10 weeks? I, I could see Jones and Reddick possibly making it in and potentially knocking out Boyer and Johnson, possibly. Wow, is he thinking his, in his swan song Johnson will get knocked out? Huh? Possibly. I'm hoping not. I'm just saying it's a possibility. So Johnson didn't get any points for Indy. Correct. Uh, because he didn't start the car. Right. But he's still got a thirty. He still got a full race, basically, 36-point cushion. So he might be able to defend enough um, and bring, Maybe, bring right. it home. Obviously, Austin Dillon, I think. I, Austin, I said Clint Boyer, but Austin's probably on a hotter seat. Only six points, you said. Mm-hmm. I can see him get knocked out pretty easy. By Reddick, wouldn't that be interesting? Teammate knocking him out. Yeah. Rookie teammate knocking yeah. him out. And then he goes on to sit in the 48. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've seen him win a championship and the junior motorsports car turn around and go to a different car the very next year. And win again. Yeah, it's not it's not you know, a lot of people if they're in a car that's that he makes it let's say he makes a chase his rookie season, wins rookie of the year, a lot of people would be happy just to stay there. Mm-hmm. But Reddick will probably take whatever opportunity is best. Yeah. I don't see him being I don't see loyalty being so much of a concern as it is being a winner. With I, him. I would agree. Um, one side point on the new race schedule. So Dover 
uh, when they have the doubleheader. The Sunday race, August 23rd, will be pitted up against the Brickyard. I'm sorry, the Indy 500. Mm. So we'll have both of those races going on. That not that I. Uh, you think Dover will compete with with the Indy 500? I don't think not, it will. No, no, I was kidding. Yeah, I don't think so either. But it's just interesting. Now, the times are slightly offset. The The Indy 500 always starts earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be close to being over by the time Dover even really gets going. But there might be some overlap there from what I was seeing online. Sure. Um, And, man, that's pretty much all I've got for Bubba, news. Bubba's got a sponsor. Oh, yeah? Beats, Beats by Dre? Beats by Dre. I did see that. Yep. see that good for him yep. said they weren't going to announce it till later in the week but they announced it on the day where there's a lot of twitter <laughs> issues going on with the with the president so uh good for bubba yep coming out ahead on all this stuff yeah i don't have any more notes um for the week or anything so okay hit me with your picks man best shot so we're going to kentucky so last week I blundered. I had Kozlowski written down, but I said Logano, and I stuck with Logano. This week I'm going with Kozlowski. Okay. And I'm gonna stick with my buddy Harvick. He's been he's been riding high for me. Okay. I also am going with Kozlowski. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the old Kyle Busch train today. Or this I weekend. I was on the fence about Kyle. Uh, here's the deal. One of the few tracks that Harvick has not won at? Kentucky. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, we've seen that at Pocono a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And he won it. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, maybe he's having that kind of season. He'll knock this one off the bucket list too. To me, I'm totally giving away my secrets here, but to <laughs> me, I mean, it just seems like Kentucky, it's either Keselowski or Kyle. Yeah, I, it's hard to go there. against either one of those two guys. So, need my points. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. going with. Yep. I uh, I... Was on a fence with Kyle, uh, with Brad, and like I said, I went ahead and decided to go with Brad because I was going to use him last week and I didn't. So thankfully, I didn't go on the Hamlin train last week. Or I couldn't go on the Hamlin train last week. I was week. on the train. Yeah, it hurt. Talk about being on the train, John Elliott. God dang, son, you need a pick better. <laughs> I'm sure we'll go over picks in a few, but man, you're just getting raked over the coals, brother. Yeah. Sorry, I just. You got the, you got it pulled up there. You can see who he picked. I can't remember who he picked. I think he had um, Jones and Truex. The sheet I'm looking at is just points. It, go to tab one. Tab one, okay. Uh, let's see. Where are you at, John Elliott? Look where it says 16th in oh, the points. Oh, he's way up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Truex and Jones. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. If those guys hadn't had the issues they had, I mean, Trix had engine issues and Jones had tire issues. They probably would have been top ten. So He had a good week at Homestead. He had Elliott and Blaney. He scored 100 points at Homestead. Yeah. So we're all going to have those weeks, especially Tracy. <laughs> She's on the struggle bus. So let's run through it. Um, no more waiting around. So in the number one spot this week, we have – Jessica Mueller with 1,240 points. Uh, we do have a change, though, for second place. Donna Mitchell stepping it up. Man, the women are dominating this year. 1,000. are you getting spanked at home as bad as you're getting spanked in the fantasy standings? 1,119 <laughs> points. Uh, so Donna moves up a spot from third to second. Daniel Cameron up to third. 
moving up a spot, uh, 1,108 points. Uh, Wade fell back two spots uh, to fourth. Uh, Mr. Miller is up to fifth, up two spots with 1,091 points. Gas Man, you fell back one this week. How did I fall back one where I had the winner and Legano finished like eighth? Well, remember, we were all like 10 points separated last week, so... That's horrible uh, duty. You are literally like eight points behind. Not even that. Like six points behind uh, in sixth. Uh, Jeff Stainhook is up to seventh, 1,073 points. Uh, I'm hot on his heels in eighth, but I am tied with Gordon Carr. We both have 1,070 points and are tied for eighth. Uh, Joseph Adams, buddy, stop the bleeding. Put a tourniquet yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Joseph slid down four spots He's, this week. He was just up there right on the bumper of Mueller just a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, Joseph, uh, hope your luck changes, buddy. Man, his uh, favorite driver is Bowman. He's he's acting just like Bowman, slamming that wall and dropping to the back. 1,058 <laughs> points. Uh, Eddie Greer, no change, 11th, 1,045 points. Mike Stewart, no change, 1,034 points. Uh, Tyler Ellington, no change in uh Spots, 1,033 points. Eric Stewart, no change, 1,018 points. Joe Schlasky moves up a spot to 15th with 958. John Elliott slides back one to 942. Bobby Peters pulls out a last place to 17th, 850 points. And Tracy Lohr, uh, 807 points, uh, fell back to 18th. Man, she should just give up. I don't know who she is, but she should just give up. <laughs> and with with these kind of numbers, she probably just shits herself. <laughs> we'll let you guys put the two together there. Um, yeah, so that's it. Send <laughs> us your picks for this weekend's race at Kentucky. Yeah, it's, it is a day race. I was kind of looking at wh- who performed last week. Or I'm sorry, last year, and last year was a night race. Yeah. So keep that in mind if you go... Looking at the last few years, um, it's going to be hotter and slicker. Yep. So I think it has Harvick's name written all over it. So Maybe. Maybe. We shall see. All right. Uh, anything else, man? Nope. Good talking to everybody, and we will talk to you next week. And the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again, and see you soon.